Welcome to another watch-along from The Late Night. Tonight, we're watching Mark Pellington's The Mothman Prophecies from 2002, starring Richard Gere, Laura Linney, and Deborah Messing. And Mothman. We're watching the version that's 119 minutes long. Please hit play at the end of the countdown. Welcome back, everyone, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year and <laughs> Happy Mothman. Uh, you like Mothman, don't you? I do. Yeah, I'm just going to apologize right off the bat for spending half this movie uh, hitting on Mothman because I know that's what's about to happen. <laughs> just, yeah. you know, I, I've got a soft spot for a friendly cryptid. What can I say? <laughs> you know, it's amazing when a cryptid goes, bad touch, bad touch. <laughs> no. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lakeshore Entertainment. Uh, based off of actual things that have happened in Point Pleasant, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> off the bat, none of this movie was filmed in Point Pleasant, Virginia. We're going to see a couple opening shots in D.C., and then pretty much the rest of the movie was filmed in Pennsylvania. Yeah. They did pull in some uh, some police officers from Point Pleasant, though, to be extras in the movie. So they, they, they got some accurate Point Pleasant stuff, I suppose. <laughs> Richard Gere, Laura Linney, in the most terrifying movie that you will ever see ever, <laughs> which is the thing they were doing the most in the 90s was these trailers where everything was super, super serious. Mm-hmm. It will disturb you. It will freak you out. I know. You will shit yourself. Yeah, I watched a... Uh... A series of interviews with the actors like the press run that they did for this and it was so funny because they were like oh yeah like do you believe it's real is it so scary like did you find yourself afraid of the mothman and you could just see like deborah messing sitting there like uh-huh. well i was excited to do a movie that would be a different direction <laughs> for my career <laughs> and i was like okay deborah <laughs> The most boring opening shots on earth mm-hmm. ever. Ah oh, man, beautiful woman, <laughs> start of start of a beautiful beautiful relationship. Oh yeah, right? nothing could go wrong. Let me tell you, the part of me nothing that was obsessed with Will and Grace in high school over the moon right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Steve from Sex and the City, incredible. I wonder mm-hmm. if he's going to come back in the reboot they just announced. Could be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and here we have music from uh, Tom and Andy. And uh, the soundtrack to this is absolutely amazing. This is probably one of the first times I actually was like, oh man, I really have to own this soundtrack. If, if if you guys do collect horror soundtracks i can say uh investing in everything from tom and andy uh is great goes really well with uh charlie clauser used to be part of nine inch nails and who worked on the uh the saw soundtrack mm-hmm. see right here i cannot believe that people talk about overlining your lips like it's some new trend in makeup clearly they knew how to do it in 2002 and people have been doing it a lot longer than that so nobody complain mm-hmm. about overlining your damn lips Deborah Messing looks great. You'll send another reporter? 
I just can't. I love my wife too much. It's all about Mary. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah. I've always wondered, like, hmm, is there any, like, commonality between this and Silent Hill 2? Because it's all about a girl named Mary in Silent Hill 2 as well. (laughs) So, uh, food for thought, guys. Yeah, and I love the little touches they do with the text design and the credits of this movie. Like, we've already passed some of the good examples, but the text reflects in all of the reflective surfaces in the opening credits, like on the lipstick tube and on the clock and stuff. Like, it's just tiny touches, but it's really fun. Yeah, I mean, in a story like this, it's important to use as much as you possibly can. And that's what they're doing. They're mm-hmm. pouring, they're basically pulling everything they can out so that they can, they can basically give this piece something more than just Mothman. Yeah. Because they need to build a yes. character. Yes. And also, so. I'm pretty sure I saw that, I think it was just a couple days before they started filming, two million was cut from their budget. So <laughs> they mm-hmm. tried to make yeah. the budget work for them as best they could. Take a look. <laughs> I love that they really captured the audio, that empty echo of a house devoid of any uh-huh. soft furnishings. Sound is so important mm-hmm. in this film. It's amazing because when I first saw this, I first I thought that Deborah Messing's character was Dana Delaney. And I I felt so horrible about that, but it was really like <laughs> Their makeup in the 90s was so similar. Yeah. If you guys don't believe me, go watch Exit to Eden. They looked they looked so alike with with the same kind of red hair and and red lips that was like mm-hmm. yeah, it felt like Agent Scully all over the place. <laughs> hey, let's let's christen the place we haven't bought. Absolutely. Yet. <laughs> you know, like I really I do love HGTV as much as the next gal, but I don't think real estate has ever made me this horny. <laughs> like <laughs> little much <laughs> we'll fuck him out of the closing costs and then we'll fuck in the closet <laughs> <laughs> i love that this man has no sense of shame he's like no i'll just stand here and watch <laughs> we'll take it because this closet is just so good to fuck in i mean how much how how big do your balls have to be to continue speaking to those people I cannot and try imagine. to negotiate on whether they're going to buy or not oh, when they're clearly going to have sex? <laughs> like, sir, do you not sense that you are not wanted in this moment? <laughs> right. Like, unless you're going to get in on the menage a trois, like, get out! <laughs> right. In the words of Hannibal Lecter, it's not that kind of party. <laughs> 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 the best line ever. <laughs> we should get a mattress for that closet. I think the the traffic light that they're they're at here they installed for the movie because they're on such small back roads that they don't need it, so they took it out immediately after Jeez. filming. <laughs> I love the awkward pull of them trying to smooch with seatbelts on. Oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. This movie really fully capitalizes on my fear of people not watching the road while they drive in movies, and I know I am about to be validated. Yep. 
And hello. Hello. As if the car wasn't bad enough, just weird fucking shit flying at you. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Yikes. I do love like the camera slow pans on the interior of the car as they spin around. That's mm. nice. Okay, so um you know how it was a dream come true? This is the end of the dream. Yeah, you really you had a wonderful and incredibly short run of being the hot wife with a big house, Deborah Messing. We hardly knew you. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel so bad for Deborah as I do for Rich, because you want to know something? Rich is gonna be left behind. Yeah, I suppose, you know, who knows what happens to Deborah. Maybe she goes and has a happy life with Mothman. <laughs> Jesus. And for those of you who don't know, this is pretty much the end of any happiness in this fucking <laughs> film. Part. Yeah, I hope you or, enjoyed the opening because you're not going to enjoy the rest. you enjoyed like, the first three minutes of happiness. <laughs> that shit's over now. Yep. <laughs> hope, hope it tasted good. Yeah. Welcome to a whole lot of bitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, her eyes are so pretty. They are. Lovely shade of green. Mm, those tiny 2002 eyebrows. Hmm. Nothing nothing worse than that that feeling of being spooked when you wake up from a terror. Yeah. You didn't see it. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> the man, the moth, the legend, Mothman. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to get like picked up, you know? A guy flies at your car while you're happily married, and then you crash, and he takes you away. Mona, that's all I dream of. I know. <laughs> One day the Mothman <laughs> will swoop in and take that's me away. That's why I bring it up. <laughs> it's like nothing nothing more calming than an MRI machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. We're ten minutes into the movie, and we already got her looking like Hannibal Lecter in the little face mask. Yeah. Wait till you guys get older. It's, that's a great thing. Going into an MRI machine. I've done this now several times. No, nothing more fun, really. I like how it looks like Mothman in her brain scan. All right. <laughs> He's everywhere. <laughs> he lives in your mind. Ah, yes. The somber conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, no, break down and cry on her shoulder. No, okay. No, then he's it's just strong, a my commercial. <laughs> no, what drug will they sell me today? Ooh. Oh, we love to see work friends being real friends who show up to support you in times of need. Good on you, so, Steve. I don't get it. So basically, she had a brain tumor the whole time, and the the car crash just revealed it. It's not really Mar- Mothman's fault. The fact yeah. that it's shaped like a moth is pure conjecture. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I mean, like, we're clearly, we're going to get into this, but Mothman was just warning them of an impending disaster and really just saving her from it springing up later and he was trying to help her get treatment. I actually think that that's, an, that's arguably true. Yes! The movie could be that Mothman is, is just 
in some way kind of a good guy, oh, but with oh, really weird music. Oh, trust me, I'm going to argue that this entire movie and for the entire commentary. <laughs> That's that is my thesis, and I will go down with that ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about thesis. <laughs> Richard Gere really just looks like he's perpetually squinting. And actually, like, as yes. a makeup artist, people always complain about how hard it is to do eye makeup on hooded eyes. And I always say, like, pshaw to that, because there are so many ways to work around it and to figure out somebody's eye shape and, you know, do makeup that's meant mm. for them. But I have spent this movie just staring in fear at Richard Gere's eyelids, trying to figure out how the hell to give him a cat's eye, because I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but this has nothing to do with the Mothman. It's like, this is very unfortunate, but at least they get time to spend together and say goodbye to one another. Yeah, this is advancing. And it's the... not like she died in the car no. crash and like a giant fucking moth came and bit her head off. <laughs> oh, we'd love to see a supportive husband. They love each other. This is just like, it's nice set building and we're going to get to the real part that matters, which is Mothman. His misery. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's his misery that I that I that kind of captivates me for this whole film. Uh yeah. The pitch for this movie to Richard Gere was like, hey, Richard Gere, would you like to have a really bad time for two full hours? Right. You get you get one minute of boinking Deborah messing in a closet, and then you have a right. bad time. I mean that that already has me sold. <laughs> yeah. And then a moth kills her off. Awesome. Yeah, one more little makeup note in that last scene with her in the hospital bed. I'm so incredibly impressed and pleased by them not putting mascara on her because they almost always have people in a full face of makeup for those kinds of like no makeup moments in the bed or in the hospital, whatever. And whilst she's clearly wearing other makeup, it's just so nice to see her a little more undone, see her natural lash color. Beautiful moment. Beautiful. And he's looking for anything. Mm -hmm. That could have been strange. Yeah. Can we also talk about how he, why is he still driving that car? Why is the shattered window car not in the shop? And like, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't have a legal obligation to really fix that necessarily. No, but he's a rich man. He just bought a big ass house. He can afford it. Uh, have you seen what medical bills cost in this country? Well, yes. <laughs> Sorry. But he's their star Worth recording. getting treatment. Pretty sure the house plans are on hold. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Something actually did fly into the car. Oh, I hope he's okay. But why the fuck did he notice it here on this street right now? Great question. Great question. You know, I think I'd be a little freaked out if I was one of the people who lived in these houses and this dude was just taking out the street in front of my house. I mean, I do like the fact that we've got things where you've got real life items And bad news. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, yes. Running. Oh, Deborah Messing, no. I never even had the time to remember your character's name. I miss you already. That sucks. But yeah, I like the placement of real life items in this movie as you know things that a figment can build on and out of mm -hmm. you know reminds me of something that poe said in mask of the red death which is that as more of thought 
crept as more of time passed. The, the crowd gave leisure to acknowledge the presence of a masked individual that had arrested the attention of no single individual before. Mm. You know, it's the idea that our imaginations can, in fact, create phantoms and figments. And it's it's really that's that's one thing I find really magical about this film and films that, that deal with the, the topic of cryptids. Mm -hmm. You know, Yeah, absolutely. Who's watching you? Who's watching right. you, Richard Gere? Maybe he's, you know, maybe cryptids like, you know, trying to care for a bereaved soul, keep you company. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's like, you know, I tried to help out your wife, buddy. I'm so sorry it didn't work out. Right. Like, I, you know, we really tried our best. <laughs> oh, hello, random orderly, who we will never, ever see again. I hope you enjoyed your one line. She was drawing angels. Huh. Oh. Funny how I don't think it's going to be angels. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What's to see? Well, it's funny. There's actually one quote that's very true from the show Salem that was really good. Um, Janet Montgomery a couple years ago. One, uh, one of the child actors, he said... Um, do you know what everybody says? You know, an angel says every, in the Bible every time they greet somebody, <laughs> the first words they always speak are, be not afraid. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, and do you know why? Yeah. That's because an angel is a pretty That's terrifying exactly fucking it. thing. Because I was going to say something about how I'm worried for whoever imagines angels like that. But then I remember how yeah. fucking terrifying biblical angels are. And I think Mothman is definitely the cuter option. <laughs> right. Also, we're yeah, like... Like one laid waste to Saddam and Gomorrah in the fucking Bible, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Now we get two years <clears throat> Word later. of advice. <laughs> don't try raping an angel. Trying to rape an angel is a bad idea. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> now, welcome to the time jump. Amazing how, like, the first 15 minutes of this movie... Like, I feel like I've already watched a whole movie. This was just a sad short film with a guest appearance by Mothman. You can just turn off the movie. You're done. You watched a whole movie. It's very strange. Don't really understand why we would have an eye freeze framed around another screen. <laughs> we need to capture his sadness. And we're going to do yes. that for the next two hours. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I can't have sex with another woman because I haven't moved on from exactly. my wife. Exactly. Okay, like, I know factually. That is exactly what the yes, code is. I know factually that it has been two years, but the, because of the time jump in the movie, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Why are you trying to set him up with yeah. someone already? They didn't do a very good job of aging him, though. That was actually kind of mm -hmm. it. I really felt like you didn't really get that two years had gone by. Yeah. You know what fucking helped? A caption at the bottom of the screen that said, two years later. <laughs> Yeah. Or, like, part his hair differently or something. Give me something to show that time you know, has passed. I love passed. how everybody in this, in this fucking movie is chicken soup for the kid's soul about bereavement. It's like, <laughs> no one's ever going to be your wife, and that's okay. Dude, am I fucking paying you by the hour? Could oh, you fuck gosh. off and do your job? 
Like, I know you're trying to be a friend, mm-hmm. but put your manners back in and fuck off. If I'm upset and grieving and I don't want to have sex with your lady friend, then, <laughs> you know, that's kind of all I have to say. Yeah, like, thanks for the empty platitudes, but, like, uh, I right. think I'm going to stick to being sad, thanks. Yeah. I haven't quite worked through my, gr- through, through, through my grief yet. <laughs> yeah, like, I understand I'm maybe not following your linear progression of grief management, but I don't think that fucking what's-her-name is going to help. Jesus I love this moment the first time I saw this. Mm-hmm. Loved it so much. I just, I can't get over that. Like, oh, yeah, I love to jump in the car for a late-night road trip when I'm having a hard time sleeping. Like, who does that? <laughs> Well, actually, that's kind of what I find so cool about it is that there's this transition that takes place that's even more subtle mm-hmm. and more sneaky than the two years going by. Oh, and yeah. I think that that's really cool. That's that that's a cool trick, right? Yeah. It's very Lost Highway mm-hmm. where, yeah, one minute you think you know where you're going and then the next minute, you know, through the darkness, you've traveled mm-hmm. and... You've traveled so much, you don't even understand why or how. And I find that really, really cool about this. From a cinematography perspective, yes, absolutely. Great filmmaking. However, this is precisely why I do not like to jump in the car for a late night road trip when I'm having a hard time sleeping. Because I, A, do not trust my junky used car. B, do not trust AAA (laughs) to get me a repair guy. And, oh, look, C, I don't trust that I'll have fucking cell service. Right. All true, but I would respond with, where's your spirit of adventure? I don't have one! (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, that's why you're going to live through horror movies. Exactly! (laughs) I'm not just going to live through the horror movie. I will never enter the horror movie. Okay, to be fair, I love late night driving. I Even do in too. a horror movie, I love late night driving. I'd be the first one who picks up Jason and gives him a ride. <laughs> like, I'm like, so you kill a lot of girls tonight? You have a good no! Time? Yeah? No, okay. I like, I like a late night drive very much, let's be real. Like, I, all the times that, you know, I have to make a 10 hour drive, I'm like, let's start at midnight. <laughs> but <laughs> only if I'm sticking to major roads and only if I know my GPS will help me. <laughs> I love the fact that he's terrified. Yeah. He's like, it's starting to dawn upon him how dangerous Mm -hmm. this moment is. Yeah. Okay. It's got to, it's, you know, at least two in the morning now. I would assume that most people in my rural area would be answering the door with a gun if I knocked at this time of night. Yeah. I mean, he's a city boy, so maybe he doesn't know. But like. Uh, An equally scary moment. Uh, uh, and what did I fucking say? <laughs> now this story just got way more interesting. Mm-hmm. I like their pink tile. That's cute. I like the fact that he actually got him in the tub. Yes. What a world in which you're like, guys. If uh, guys, if someone pulls a gun on you, don't go stand in the tub. Just take my advice on this. <laughs> if they're putting you somewhere for easy cleanup, that's a bad sign. Yeah, if, like if there's a place where your bl- blood could drain out, you don't want to be standing there. The third time, 
that just a framed droopy cat on the wall behind him? Aren't you happy about I'm, that? That's kind of like... I'm extremely yeah. happy. I just can't believe I didn't notice it first time through. Because a Christian is, of course, less likely to shoot you on your porch. You are correct. Something is yeah, very wrong. Yeah, I agree wrong with here. that assessment that there is something very wrong here. I like that he goes for the press pass and not his ID. Mm -hmm. He loves that professional clout. Wouldn't everybody know <laughs> that, that like this is a guy who's on TV all the time? advice i mean yeah i kind of have to agree with that don't really see a point in opening fire on somebody who doesn't appear to be armed and dangerous mm -hmm. and who's outside of your house mm -hmm. still, like actively trying to break in so there was somebody at the door which is creepy as shit Truly. I'm most amazed by the idea of answering your door if somebody knocks at 2.30 in the morning. You had better believe I am not going to my door. Like, I won't check my door if somebody knocks at 2 p.m., much less 2 a.m. I love some of these camera shots of the trees mm -hmm. and the darkness. It's yeah, amazing. it's beautifully shot. So you'd think everywhere was on the way to somewhere, but apparently right. not. <laughs> this is just nowhere. If you're stuck in the car with a beautiful blonde woman, I, I could complain about worse things in this world. Like, I'm sorry. He can't focus on that. He is too distraught by the memory of Deborah Messing. She has handcuffs, dude. <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to be arrested, you would be in the back seat right now, Richard. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Things have been a little strange in my life, too. Avalon. That's not foreboding. I know, that place looks like a chicken farm, not a hotel. Like, when you get that side view... Uh, I've stayed in both. Neither are bad. <laughs> Don't you talk bad about chicken farms or hotels. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
See, apparently she doesn't like to use her words. She's working to increase yeah, that dramatic tension. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hot. She's got some reflecting to do. Right. Point Pleasant. I want to make it to Point Pleasant so badly so that I can see the giant statue of Mothman with an absolutely magnificent ass. If you have not seen it, <laughs> please look it up. It's so fucking incredible. And definitely check out its ass. You have to look at the ass. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. <laughs> look at the ass of the statue. Like, literally just Google Mothman's ass and I'm sure it'll come up. And now he starts to realize that there's a little bit of a space difference in the way that he was driving and how long he thought he was driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I was driving for this long, but apparently uh, the I was in the fucking Back to the Future car because mm -hmm. I time warp jumped to, the, to another place. Yeah, don't worry, I'll take the big story for you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Now that's a good friend. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the car. Okay, but like, what about the hourly rate for working on your car? I like how the guy looks at him and is like, I can't say it. I didn't find anything wrong with the car. But looking at you, I can see a whole shit ton of wrong possibly there. Yeah, that's true enough. I like that he just yeah, walks away from the car. sexy man in a long overcoat comes to town. Something's wrong with this Something's place. messed up. <laughs> this just ain't right. Like just the biggest plot holes ever. Mm-hmm. This isn't a guy who screams, there's something wrong with me. I mean, you know. Oh, God, why would you go and talk exactly, to him? Exactly, John, buddy. Like, why would you choose to have a heart-to-heart -heart with the one guy in town who hates you the absolute most? Uh-huh. Yeah, just question his sanity. He'll enjoy that. The character development of Gordon's character is so good in this movie. Yeah. Like, his whole arc. That, I find his arc is amazing, too. Absolutely. Why are you yeah. telling him this? Why are you telling yeah, him this? maybe you should go see a doctor. Maybe you should get in an MRT machine yes! next, right? Because I would be the first thing I would be checking is my eyes and my skull. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, we knew he was going to take this well. Ah, the TNT plant. <laughs> Goodbye, Point Pleasant. Which is definitely very cool looking. It's got that industrial Oh, feel. yeah. You gotta yeah. set it up. Get that, get that gritty yeah. vibe. 
It's like the, and I will be honest, out of all the cryptids I've ever come across, one that hangs around the TNT plant is one like, <laughs> what, you were just into dynamite? Like, okay. <laughs> so what do you do in your spare time? Blow shit up. <laughs> so why didn't you blow up the bridge? Because I thought I could do it better. Hello? Look who looks guilty. <laughs> well, he's still in the front of the car. Inexplicably so, but yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so glad to see you still have your sense of humor, Richard. Why would you ask a police officer about things that would be sealed? Mm-hmm. Officer, you, you said you've been finding bombs. Could you tell me more about the bombs, where they were, what they were made of, and how they detonated? <laughs> <laughs> officer, why are you putting the handcuffs on me? <laughs> officer, I just wanted to tell you something about plasteel explosives. <laughs> right. <laughs> the officer's going to be like, do you understand what the word suspicious means in the dictionary? You know, I like to think that she is the only cop for the entire area. Just Laura Linney running around town trying to fix every single problem set in a montage set to Yakety Sax. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Sheriff Linney. <laughs> Could you elaborate on strange things? It's the good, honest, church-going people, which is why you know it's sinister. <laughs> if they go to church right. and they see things, then oh boy. Holy shit. I mean, if they didn't go to church, then they were probably just high on bath salts. Oh yeah, here we go. Let's unseal the records for a civilian. Cool, 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 cool. Right. Fucking never in a million years, but okay. Oh yeah. Very Got upset. Good I heard going. rustling. Got this really weird feeling. Down, 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 down. Sinister notes. <laughs> Red eyes. Yes. Spooky. Moth like. Wow. Their red their eyes are red too. Yeah. They got inspired by his great look, uh, Mothman's beautiful eyes, and they were like, you and know, they just let me recreate to start that for myself. Out their tear ducts. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fashion inspiration. And this is what they look like. What a, what a collar on that sweater. She's not messing around. Oh, what a beautiful portrait. I think they really captured yeah, Mothman's essence. Yeah, that's not essence. something specific. Yeah, really handsome. Batman. Batman! <laughs> I also really like the implication that, like, Mothman turns everyone into an artist. Because, like, presumably not all of these people drew before, but... They were really inspired by his form to pick up the pencil and really put it down on the paper. Get that, get that inspiration out on the page. Mm-hmm. So, 
So what you're telling me, ma'am, is that he's tall, dark, and handsome. That's what I heard. (laughs) I mean, the fact that he's gigantic is also kind of a cause for concern, you know? I see no concern. I see only good things. (laughs) And he just flew away. Just like any dashing man does. Uh, it was the most shapely ass I've seen in my whole life. Just got to watch the ass lift off into the sky, carried away by those big fluffy wings. What a man. <laughs> and he leaves the symbol, the moth symbol. Oh, of course. Moth man. <laughs> Okay, why did we need the camera to pan away here? I don't understand. Spooky, spooky. That's his beautiful singing voice. (laughs) Yeah, gorgeous. Which is interesting because it's like Mothman is trying to alert the authorities, seems to be able to speak, but for whatever reason, whenever he tries to call up the fire department, just gets intimidated and starts making weird creaky sounds. It's that, you know, he just, he wants to express himself through song. He thinks that's how he'll cre- like really relate to the fire crew. Oh, I know where this is. <laughs> oh? Yes. <laughs> I love when she ribs him for thinking she's hokey. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what his job would think of his sudden disappearance. Go go take care of the boss for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you sound a you little stressed. So no much. kidding. <laughs> yes, yes, this is great. <laughs> Do not disturb because we're all very disturbed here already. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they go out to meet people at crime scenes in the middle of the night. Is it really a crime scene? Okay, that's a good point. No, not a crime. It's a sighting. Mm-hmm. Still, why the middle of the night? He's shown up for a little Three's Company action, too. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what this is all about. The realtor gets some, but he doesn't get any. Mm. See, what I think this is, it's Mothman just politely telling them that this isn't a safe spot and they should get their freak on somewhere private. It's just like, hey, guys, (laughs) like peering eyes, like it's really open. And I just like, I think you should go somewhere safe. You know, you're two handsome young things. I want to make sure you're safe, kids. And it's like, did he mark you for death? (laughs) (laughs) No. You are, I think you're just reading too much into this, making it much more sinister than it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just it a bit of friendly advice, Moner. Mm-hmm. 
right. Cancel everything! Mothman was just helping to orchestrate their happy engagement! Oh my god. This is so cute. Yeah, it's almost like uh, the beginning of a really great fairy tale. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm getting the feeling this guy's kind of a jerk. <laughs> getting a little skeptical. I can't imagine why. Who is there? <laughs> eh, nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Personally, I'd have just pulled the phone out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have the time to have my sleep interrupted. <laughs> Hello, dead wife. Hello. You're looking very lovely today. It's a bird. It's a plane. Yeah. It's Mothman. How many foreboding shots of the bridge can we include in this movie? Let's find out. Yeah, I mean, also, like, how many flyovers are we going to do? A lot. A lot. And, a lot. Yeah, and all yeah. of these shots, including the bridge, are in... Uh, Kittening, uh, Pennsylvania, and the Kittening uh -huh. Citizens Bridge that they use. Yep. Yeah, most of the shots are around Kittening and around Pit uh, Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh. Oh? Wow. They can't describe. <laughs> Maybe they can be friends after all. They're going crazy together. Yeah, that's really what I feel. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, man, dude, are you also losing your grip on reality? We should hang out, like, tight, like bros. <laughs> What's really funny about it is, like, this is all Twin Peaks, but, like, yeah. this is actually Twin Peaks as, like, an ultra-horror movie. Yeah. Like, this is, <laughs> this is, like, there is no happy red man in a dancing suit. This is, it just gets so much worse from here. Yeah. Yeah, nobody gets a slice of pie. Nobody gets a nice good no. cup of coffee. Only no. bad things. There is only death and despair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, I think this is another sign, though, that Mothman is just trying to be a good guy, trying to deliver a warning, but also set setting him at ease. Do not be afraid. Mothman just knows how to talk to people with anxiety, and I think that's really cool of him. I get the feeling that Mothman is prophesizing deaths, and those deaths are coming true. I mean, of course, naturally. He's just trying to uh, help us be aware of the world around us. Oh. 
Seems whenever he talks to you, you hemorrhage somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's that I think it's a very biblical thing. He's not meant to be beheld by humans. So, like, if you see him, then your eyes bleed. If you hear him, then your ears bleed because his majesty simply cannot be comprehended by the human form. Mm-hmm. While you're there, why don't you stick Richard Gear in the machine, too? It's just going to get crazier and crazier. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, ma'am, I want, like, I understand that you want nothing to be wrong, but denial yeah, but is not sure always the right strategy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, suspe- I strongly suspect that something may, in fact, be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> is that a shot of the bridge? Oh, here we are at the double R diner from hell. God, okay. You can say that, but I would love nothing more than to be at a good diner right now. Like, I miss having my legs stick to the seat of a leatherette booth and eating an indecent amount of hash browns so much. Agreed. Sorry, I'm a little busy right now. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm being profound. I don't have time for your bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to walk past a culturally nice insensitive you. mural. Well. Uh-oh. Mm. Mm. No, that's a problem. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Uh-huh. So basically, uh-huh. we're being haunted by the ghost of Trollface, essentially. That's what no. it is. It's ha-na-na-na-na-na. No! Nah. It's <laughs> that is... Mothman is so talented and he has a gift. No, he's an interdimensional troll. No! <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. I'm sorry. He's an interdimensional troll with a beautiful ass. Okay, okay all right. We can... Okay. We can compromise so, <laughs> that happy medium. <laughs> Why, Mothman? Why must your ass be so beautiful and your heart so <laughs> Your words are foreboding, but your ass alluring. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like the beginning of a good haiku. <laughs> you know, Mothman just inspires art. Uh, neither do I, Richard. Uh, <laughs> goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> the, 
the cryptozoologist is like, goodbye, I'm not talking to you anymore, screw off. It's like, oh, um... <laughs> I saw something that spooked the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, I'm sorry, you uh, experienced something intensely terrifying and deeply foreboding, uh, got to go! <laughs> well, this is a decidedly more intimate moment. How much time Thank has passed? Like, they seem to know each other real well. How long has John been away from work? Mm-hmm. She's telling him about her dreams now. You know, it's a strange time. Strange things happen during strange times. That I can actually go with. Yeah. You know? When everything starts to get freaky, everybody, uh... Oh, of course. How do you know it's the ocean? How? There's red light. How do you know it's the ocean? Have you seen red light in the ocean? I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, okay. this seems like a far-fetched dream, only if you haven't researched the stories about Mothman, in which case right. this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> a lot of scary sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, that doesn't sound terrifying at all. <laughs> yeah, because you're resigning yourself to it, but okay. I also like how they talk about like all she can see and her eyes are closed for the duration of this dream sequence. Right. Well, you know, she was seeing with her soul. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, t let's be fair. Like, I've had a lot of third-person dreams. It happens. <laughs> you are totally messed up in the upstairs department lady <laughs> I think that's what it means <laughs> ah the TNT factory because we can't only do shots at the bridge <laughs> you get to pick two things that you can have you foreboding shots of Mr. With. Director you get a TNT factory <laughs> <laughs> That's the playset. This is the Mothman playset. A bridge <laughs> and a factory. Mm -hmm. All right. And apparently, this All is right, where we get to you meet get to Candyman. Pick, yeah, you get to pick two Lego sets for Christmas. You get you get a chemical plant and you get a bridge. Make good use. <gasps> Wait, you met him? Was he tall, dark, and handsome as promised? <laughs> Oh, I love this music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually do like this scene when we... This is really a powerful intro, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's really got, like, this... This very domineering presence. Mm-hmm. As he manifests...
That's fair, sir. That's fair. I think I'd be a little breathless around Mothman, too. (laughs) Here we go. Oh. Um... Which is interesting, because it looks like he's wearing an overcoat. Yeah, I was about to say, now that is a man in a coat, if I've ever seen one. Which is interesting, because our protagonist also wears an overcoat. Yes. (laughs) There's something wrong about him, really? What gave it away? It's that he's Richard Gere in disguise. Oh. Do not be afraid. What a name. Injured is a real pretty name for a pretty mothman. Hmm. So essentially, it feels a bit like he's a fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even just, you know, an angel who's on vacation and just decides to fuck <laughs> with Angel <laughs> maybe vacation. Maybe somebody in Point Pleasant cut him off in traffic yeah, years exactly. ago like, I mean, just didn't get over Who it. are we to dictate what an angel does on their vacation? Like, this <laughs> is how they, you know, get some time off. They get some R&R. I'm going to put my money on the, one of the Nephilim. Why does it look like he is standing on a freshly dug grave? Why? Ah. Yeah, that's interesting. Nice. He's like, and the next day, kind of like an Easter egg kind. I just went looking for the dead people, <laughs> and uh-huh. wouldn't you know it, I found some. <laughs> you know, is there like, is there any spooky backstory to this place? No. <laughs> what happened in the TNT factory? Nothing. <laughs> Why is he there? He likes TNT. <laughs> among us like he really enjoyed those old like wily coyote cartoons all right okay this visual reference feels like a little bit of a stretch yeah the whole thing (laughs) the whole thing is just symbology overlapping and looking for patterns Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean it's 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 this film really reaches as hard as it can (laughs) Yeah, I've never been too big into symbology, which probably explains why I find some parts of this movie hokey. Like, don't get me wrong, I fucking love this movie, but... This is a great movie. This is. It's just a weird, weird way that they that they deliver this. Ooh, ooh, I do love a good moment of romantic tension set to demonic screeching. Mm-hmm. Really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would have been great if he was just, like, naked twister. <laughs> ignore the phone i've uh, got a better idea <laughs> to be honest that really is what they should have done <laughs> M- my man Andred, can you come to the phone? Okay. I knew 
knew he would have a beautiful voice. Hmm. See, he knows the past and the future. That's so cool. He's talented. <laughs> yeah. He's not watching you, dude. He's omniscient. I know, exactly. He has predicted several major disasters oh up until God, this point. You t- uh, you know, yeah, turning like, the lights out feels like it would be something worse. Yeah, why are you how, impressed how you that he knows what's in your room? Worse? Yeah, ex- yep, 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 yep. This is the least impressive thing he has done so far in this movie. I, like, I would have just been like, okay, lotto numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Stock tips. Let's go, kiddo. <laughs> Have you heard of Apple? Invest now. <laughs> what? I love it. Mm-hmm. Nice. (laughs) Definitely something wrong with this place. That's a cool answer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love someone with a versatile sense of fashion, so good answer. She was in a car crash. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to say bye. Goodbye. I'm going to go now. No, bang. (laughs) That's pretty freaky. I would have broken the door open. (laughs) You all right, Connie? Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. More aerial shots. (laughs) I couldn't do it. But at this point, I don't know what I would do, but, uh... Get the fuck out of Dodge? Yeah. I don't think that would have helped. I love the guy just spinning on the glass. Yes, he's screwing with the glass. Mm-hmm. All right. And 
No, definitely not human. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is that you can basically feel the sparks fly, right? Me too. Me too. I feel it. <laughs> eh, it's not creepy at all. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How long has he been gone? I don't know, but he concerningly long would be the answer for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, two days was concerningly concerned. long. He just lives in this hotel now. Which is pretty dreary. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least he sprung for two beds, so I guess he has some variety. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, no offense to Richard Gere, but I feel like he would be the least subtle tail ever. <laughs> like... No. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nothing quite like stalking your friends. Yeah, this uh, Alexander Leake was named um, for... The author of the book, John A. Keel, mm -hmm. who's a fellow paranormal can't talk fellow paranormal researcher and author of the Mothman Prophecies book that the movie was based on, and sneaky, sneaky, they just spelled his last name backwards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Suddenly, he's more interested. Follow me. We need to go to another place. Why? Why can't we just talk in an alley? Mm hmm. You know, this guy, to me, he looks like he saw a ghost and then became a ghost, which is a hell of an aesthetic. Yeah. It's actually a pretty common trope in, in horror movies. Yeah. It's the guy who sees too much. Yeah, absolutely. And lives the rest of his life in fear. Oh, God. Do you think the poor thing was exposed to radiation? God, I hope so. No! <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird. It's 
It's very hard for people to wrap their head around the idea that something can exist. You just can't really see it or touch it. You know, <laughs> I mean, people believe in the planet Mars. They've never mm-hmm. touched Ooh. it or stepped foot on it or Ooh, anything. That but, portrait you know, that we, we just went past, it. that portrait is my favorite one of Mothman in the whole movie. It's got a little bit of ballerina flair to him. He looks like he has a little tutu. <laughs> it's really Jeez. good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This sounds like me ex- trying to explain everything that's happened during quarantine so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just going to stay away from everything political while <laughs> during the commentary. Chat. Don't be fucking rude, Richard Gere. Mothman has been nothing but polite to you. Except that it might have killed his wife. No! No! She had a brain tumor, and he helped them find it. <laughs> right. To show up and say, na 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 No! <laughs> he feels like something that thrives on misery. That's, that's what he feels like. You know, some of us just find misery, and we have to muddle our way through, and Mothman's doing his best to make friends along the way. Mm-hmm. See, that sounds... Now that's sexy. Yeah, that t- actually, to me, that sounds more like middle schoolers talking about seeing their crush across the cafeteria. Yeah, that's like, what I thought, too. Oh my god, did, did he see me see him? But did he see me see him see him see me? <laughs> like press notes during class. <laughs> yeah, that's an important shot. <laughs> Duck and cover. Mm-hmm. All right, but like, who are you to say that Mothman isn't a god? What gives like you the right? Quote. I like this quote. Mm hmm. All right. Right. Yeah, I do That's love really that bit. Cool. Another good quote. <laughs> <laughs> Which is definitely how Fallen mm-hmm. Angels probably see I us. love Richard Gere's little <laughs> smile at that moment. I will bet you anything. I will bet the farm on John going back to Point Pleasant. Yeah, his name is Mothman. Yeah. All right. 
Right. Or he brought That's you because you're a reporter, answer. so you can document everything. To be that honest, happens. I am on his side. He, he's actually kind of right. <laughs> the evidence kind of points in that direction. Yeah. I love how they're like Christmas pageant, fire, like creepy foreboding music. Mm hmm. It's like it's like they almost knew about Krampus before we fully announced it mm -hmm. in 2005. <laughs> Oop. Oh, they're so happy to see each other. Mhm. Mm Hopefully someone knows. Okay, that yeah. baby? Most terrifying thing in this movie so far. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, there goes my Laura Linnea's soul cop theory. Mm -hmm. Alas. Oh, don't yeah, lie nice to the nice lie. lady, John. Hasn't Mothman taught you that honesty is the best policy? No, honest. <laughs> Mothman <laughs> has taught me nothing but to be terrified <laughs> of the gigantic finger that is playing with my cockroach body and wants to squish me. That is, that is what Mothman has taught me. <laughs> Mothman has taught me the the fear of the great old ones. <laughs> Bridge, 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 bridge. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This is a good place to be standing. Uh-huh, and you're just gonna park in the middle of a bridge. Okay, you're, you're you're parking in the middle of the bridge. Cool, 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 cool. Love it. Love it. Feels super safe. What is there to wait for? Because you are. Not because of who keeps visiting you, but because you keep meeting with him <laughs> of your own free will. I mean, come on. Once you've felt the allure of Mothman, what are you to do? Nobody can resist well, that. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit there. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is that moment where I'm kind of like, no, if there was like a... What can I, I can only think is like if there was an evil presence coming into my life and telling me about dead people, hey, I don't really know if I'd want to show up for the conversation unless it was people I kind of was hoping to die, in which case maybe I'd show up and then, you know, sure, be with the guy and laugh. But other than that, no, nah, I don't think I'd be meeting up with this you guy know, too often. You can say that logically, but it does not <laughs> seem like any of them are operating really logically right now. <laughs> That's true. That's a fair assessment. It's like everything has gotten so strange that the lines between fantasy and reality mm -hmm. have blurred so yes. much that, you know, I guess anything goes. Yeah. 
Oh. No. I mean, the real... <laughs> Do I remember the last time I was happy? <laughs> the real question here is, was it with Laura Linney or with your wife? Right. So I'm willing to bet it was with the female officer. <laughs> I like that these things are real. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but... <laughs> Ah, uh, back in the hotel. The same hotel. Yep. Avalon. Hey, Deborah's oh, that's back. Terrifying. That must have been some good acid. <laughs> you know, why didn't you get a wake up call? Yeah, that must be the it's like an awful job to have at a hotel to be the person who gives out wake-up calls like you're pretty much always guaranteed to be getting people at their worst that's not true i mean unless you enjoy waking up people and making them feel terrible in the morning <laughs> all right a good job for a sadist Sorry? i love the the semi-moth print on the uh it looks like moths oh, on, yeah. the, on the shower curtain i had yeah, noticed yeah they're doing that. this with the imagery that's cute Looking for something that's standing behind you. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Okay, nice. Twin Peaks. Okay. Would have been more cool if he turned around and the reflection was still staring at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a funny movie because they do so much with reflections, but not a lot actually happens. Yeah, that that adds a completely new layer of comfort to this situation. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds like exactly what you hear when you're about to get inducted into a cult. And to be to be perfectly clear, I'm not saying I wouldn't join a Mothman cult. I'm just saying it's what you hear. Hello. Yeah, I don't think things are going so good oh for God. Gordon, brother. I have like that exact same mirror in my room. Love it. Oh, <laughs> beautiful art. Mm. Uh yes. Where's art? It's it's like a game of where's Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more terrifying with than bodies. wild birds. Oh, God, yeah. Where's Waldo? Find the corpse. There we go. Hey, there's the little stripy hat. <laughs> I 
And you did not make it in time, brother. Alas, poor Gordon. I knew him, Mothman. These are the longest panning transitions I've ever <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's really like the first time you watch it, it's like a music video opera and it's really cool. <laughs> but like the second time, if you watch it with any form of analysis in your mind, mm-hmm. you're like, what in the fuck am I watching? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like, I mean, I have talked about this many times. Like, I do not believe any movie needs to be longer than an hour and a half. And this is a movie where if you simply cut out all of the long pan shots, you could have a tight hour and a half long movie. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Right. Just, this is. It is. It's just like I can't stand. This is actually uh-huh. the perfect reaction exactly. to this, which is I don't know what the fuck is yeah, going on anymore. Yeah, I would anymore. really enjoy if Laura, the <clears> twist <throat> of Laura Linney being the one sensible person in this town who just chooses to just peace out of Point Pleasant, get the fuck out of Dodge, and start over somewhere else, have a nice peaceful life in another small town, <laughs> just avoid all, all right. of the events. Well, she stays for it because she's got a sense of personal responsibility, I right? Know. So. Yeah, this is really important journalism. The pub bar. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, remember how you weren't welcome? (laughs) No, you're not welcome again. Seems he does not. Because it appears that there's tons of doppelgangers running around leaving messages. Mm -hmm. Twin Peaks! (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Did you see that? That was a cool trick. Which? What? (sighs) Oh. The mirror moved. They did the mirror trick. Oh, okay. You know, it's a really convenient plot point that he has friends in a vocal analysis lab. Also a really cool moment. Oh. (laughs) It's like, okay, Deborah, what we're going to do is we're going to change your hair up. (laughs) Make you look all frizzy. And I mean, if there's a whole team of doppelgangers out there, they're so disorganized. I would not have called that hair long, long, but okay. 
You should you like I would have I would have been out that door faster than anything. They both just left that spilled coffee for someone else to clean up, I see. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Practical as ever. Uh -huh. I will freak out. Uh, Laura Linney is starting to suspect that John's grip on sanity is a little bit weaker than her own. You know, that, that's the first honest thing he said in mm -hmm. hours. <laughs> Don't you do this to me? Like, what are you? What are you? What are you saying, dude? Who knows? Clearly not him. <laughs> Lots of answering machines. Lots of answering machine messages. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Sing a little song for you. It's a really strange thing. Nothing quite like hearing wind go through a high pass filter. That's <laughs> really what it is. It's like, have you ever heard wind go through like a synthesizer? <laughs> it's really funny because people are like, yeah, um, you know, we have to use like all these different sound technology and they make it sound so, so like sophisticated. It's like, no, that's not actually how it always no. works. Sometimes you just take some wind and you yeah. just mess with it. The best sound effects are typically just weird ass Foley. Like, <laughs> Indiana. Come on, John. Has distracted driving not led to enough horrors in this movie? I totally agree. Yeah, that's a good place for the car to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe he can save one poor bastard. Yeah, this guy has come a long way since saying that he didn't do this anymore. <laughs> You know, the other actors that were pegged to play Leak were uh, Michael Gambon and David Suchet, which wow. either option would have utterly distracted but delighted me because I would have, of course, yeah. been thinking about Dumbledore or Poirot, respectively. <laughs> but... yeah. I would have preferred Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, probably true. <laughs> Iconic choices, either way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully set you on the path to recovery. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go with being alive. Mm, I don't know. I'm on the fence. <laughs> it kind of seems like you're looking back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I like that answer. We're not allowed to know. I love the angle of his eyebrows, the light shining yeah. through them. Like, what a fucking shot of his face. So good. And it really was. That was the professor's stare. We're not allowed yeah. to know. He looks like a terrifying owl, and it's really good. <laughs> oh, come on, He's man. He's done with this. Are you really going to up and leave poor Laura Linney in the night with no answers and only drowning to look forward to? No, I'm going to think about my wife one more time. My wife. I can kind of understand it. Yeah. That's, that's Ingrid's That's Ingrid's in. He realizes that in order to maintain interest in him, he's going to have to give, he's going to have to give him something. Okay. I don't know why we needed this, but Okay. <laughs> Buddy. Why? Why why would you even bother? Great question. Why are we still talking about the governor? It's been like weeks or something. Why are we still talking it, about the governor? I mean, more importantly, how does he still have a job? Like, I know yeah. I've asked several times how long he's been gone, but how is he not fired? Yeah. He must be a damn good journalist. Apparently.
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who could have foreseen this coming? Pretty much everybody. Mm. Yeah. I also just can't believe that anyone's surprised that something bad is going to happen at the chemical plant. Like, when has anything good ever happened at a chemical plant? Hmm. unimpressed yeah you know what's crazy about it though i would actually not i don't know if unimpressed would be my response but if i was an officer of the law and i saw all this stuff happening i would at least throw caution and and factor it in uh yeah see you say that the unfortunate thing for me is that i know i would be laura linney in this situation just and just keep making logical decisions and i would immediately die for it like yeah. <laughs> i know this about myself <laughs> Mm-hmm. I lied to you, but now I want you to listen. It feels like there's a kiss here. Uh-huh. But instead... Yeah, he only stages potential kisses at the worst possible moments. It's a, a very cool, sexy thing that John does. I mean, that's kind of true. <laughs> Let me keep telling you what to do. Yep. Okay. That's that's uh, assaulting an officer of the law. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's amazing to be in love with somebody who is uh, pretty unhinged. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what's happening. Although we don't really get why they're in love with one another so much. Like, nope. we know that they've spent time together, but we didn't really get anything, you know, like they met at a Christmas fair. But, like, where's the, uh, you know, I remembered your birthday or something. Yeah, there is nothing. I think it was the uh, the bartender at the, the hotel here that we get clips of. That is uh, Mark Pellington, who is the director of the movie and the voice of Injured Cold. This is the dumbest thing ever. Uh-huh. This is like, I, I hate secondhand embarrassment in TV and movies. I hate it. And this is, I'm just cringing. I'm twitching. By the way, you will never have a job ever again oh, after you talk to a governor this clearly way. Clearly not. If you're a journalist. Well, he's about to not have a job anymore. Right. You know what he does have, though? Surprisingly stylish boots. Actually, those boots really stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Like, they don't go with his outfit. They're cute, but, like, no sense. There he is. Indrid Colt. (laughs) 
He just can't believe it. I can. <laughs> it's almost like it's hard to interpret signs from the beyond that weren't meant for mortal comprehension. <laughs> You're fired. I have red lipstick and you'll never see my face. Okay. Oh. I don't know if that's such a good idea. Might go so far as to say it's a bad idea. I should have gone ages. You should have gone ages ago, and I simply didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not about that. It's about something mm. far more worrying. <laughs> Great question. Mm-hmm. Okay. We another distracted driving, driving montage. Yeah. What are, what are we getting under the driving scenes? What's going on? <laughs> A longer cut of the movie is the correct answer. I would say so too. I'm still not sure if this is supposed to be the house that they were buying at the start of the movie or the house I that know, they right? already in which lived case, in. Where did he fully furnish it? Yeah, and like and either way, this house looks huge for a lone bachelor. Yeah. I'm glad they got it's Laura like Linney. Mary's gonna call. Yeah. Okay, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm really glad that they got Deborah messing in for some more glam shots. Like she got her moment in the sun, but they got just a couple more sexy shots in for good measure. Really got her mm -hmm. got their money's worth out of the uh, Deborah messing contract. Oh, but poor Laura Linney is so sad. I'm really wondering what's going through her mind. Yeah, honestly. I mean, how how few men are there in this town that it's basically between Gordon and this guy? Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be real. That is the small town experience as someone who's currently living it. But <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> He's so scared by the phone every time. To be fair, I am too. I hate when my phone rings. I have watched over an, a, over an hour and a half of this movie, and I had no idea that Laura Linney's character's name was Connie. Oh my god. <laughs> what? That seems like overstepping. Connie's a sink, by the way, oh, for this, but even, if, even though she's overstepping. I, I'm not critiquing her. I'm saying she's being too nice. <laughs> like... Yeah.
okay, look, like, maybe you can't stop them, but it kind of seems like you could manage to not be on the plane that crashes. Like, yeah, it does seem like there are some practical applications of this. Right. Now that I believe, he is lying. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing cuts deeper than a half-truth, and that's the coolest thing about this, yeah. is that he knows how to use his lies just right. Mm -hmm. He tells you all the all the other stuff so he can get you to trust him, and then he fucks yeah, with you. Yeah, there's actually... Really a mean little piece of work. Yeah, one of the really cool things they did in the movie is that throughout all of John's phone calls with other characters in the movie, you will periodically hear Indrid Cold's voice subtly dubbed into it, into the phone calls yeah. as the other actors' voices. And yeah. Pellington, the director, wanted to emphasize Klein's instability, but also this idea that A, Indrid Cold could be anybody, and or B, all, all these conversations, or even the people they're with, could all be in John's head. And I love yeah. that little moment of doubt. This whole monologue, very nice, but is basically a long-winded way of saying, I have the hots for you, John, but that will not stop me from dutifully helping you to process the loss of your wife. All right. This is very cute, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's actually very important for him because he really does need to get over yeah. his grief and he needs to decide whether, where he's mm -hmm. going to live. Is he going to live in the future or is he going to live in the past? Yeah. And that's something where I think of a lot of, I think that's something I notice a lot of men go through. Yes. And that's... Mm -hmm. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Men are very bad at detaching from the past. It's a weird twist, though. Myself included. Yeah. It is a strange twist in this movie that he has spent this whole movie having everyone give him the very good advice to and get the fuck go. out of Point Pleasant, and now it's Laura Linney Moment is the truth. one telling him to the come back. or the past. Mm-hmm. Now this is going to be interesting. What's he gonna do? I love that the photo's right there, of course. Oh, John, no! What's actually kind of amazing is that, like, he could have even just sent a doppelganger or something, but he didn't. Yep. There we go. Well... Dramatic, but okay. Well, let's hope that yeah, Mary didn't want to talk wall. to you either, John. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, I think I'm... This surprises you, John. John, this surprises <laughs> you, bro. Okay, see, the but... funny thing is, like, this is the moment that I realized that I think I'm too young for this movie because I really had to logically think through why a phone ringing with no wires attached to it was supposed to be unnerving. <laughs> <sighs> Goodbye, little doppelganger. Ah, sweet Mary. Ah, <sighs> uh, back again. This he does more driving in this movie than anyone ever. He's like, yeah, I'll just make this commute daily. 
Good place to drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just keep coming back to that bridge, don't we? Here we are, and Stupid somehow, yeah, somehow I be, I'm beginning to suspect that you'll be late for dinner at six. Right. No, this part of the story is kind of true. Yeah, I mean, it did in actual Point Pleasant happen on December 15th, not on Christmas, but I guess wh- I oh, get whatever. why they switched it up for the drama, you know? Whole bunch of red-eyed motherfuckers <laughs> on that bridge. <laughs> Except for this nice lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, late for dinner. Jesus Christ. I cannot imagine being the kind of person who just walks out of their car during a traffic jam. That is contrary to absolutely every single instinct I have. Mm. Now, is this a civil engineering failure or (laughs) is this the Mothman? Richard. It's going to be interesting. Richard. Yeah. Hey, Betty. <laughs> Got a real great shot well, of the Brown, peach fuzz on his ear. Well, choice. You want to move on. But uh, Ingrid, Ingrid's kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gave you the answers to the test. He just, uh, he didn't tell you what the right question was. <laughs> There you uh-huh. go. <laughs> That's an amazing. Yep. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Oopsie daisy. <laughs> the first words out of my mouth would have been, "Yeah, no, not 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 the words that would come out of my mouth." <laughs> Perhaps a little more profane. Hey, hey, uh-huh. hey, like, Richard. Fuck. Hey, <laughs> like. <laughs> Hey, Richard, why are you running toward the great tragedy? Perhaps don't do that. Like the thing we yeah. said you shouldn't do. Oh my god! Also, the uh, the model for the bridge here the, that they're using throughout the scene. It took a team of eight people a full three months to build an exact one sixth scale model of the bridge from scratch uh, out of about of twenty thousand individual pieces of steel. Um, it's Gene Warren the third who spearheaded the construction, and he said it was his wow. favorite of the hundreds of sets that he helped build during that his is career. Amazing. Yeah, it's this is such a good set piece. So for all of the wide shots, yeah, all of the wide shots, one six scale bridge, model cars, it's such good engineering. (laughs) She's just like, what? Dude, what? (laughs) Hey, dude, it's not good. I love how how it's red. Mm -hmm. Adios, bro. Alas, looks like you just that can't avoid the hand of fate. You might want to go find your girlfriend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> your girlfriend is currently playing at being a weeble wobble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know that dream you had the other night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know. 
things to be terrified here, you know, aside from impact, mm -hmm. drowning, hypothermia. All sorts of fun things are going to happen. Yeah, but Laura Linney's overriding instinct to help is keeping her going. What a lady. Run for it. Well, you guys are not getting married. Yeah, that girl just does not get a happy ending. Oi. Ouch, ouch, Jesus. ouch. Whoop. Yeah. Running for it might be a good idea. Well, at least you can count on the seagulls to survive. That was stupid. Why are people trying to move the cars? Move your body, the things without weight. Right. You officially have a problem. Richard Gere has hurt a child. He must go. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty intrepid. <laughs> Why on earth in heaven would you go back out of colon in? Yep. Trying to get help. Once again, <laughs> John, she's just trying to do the I'm right sorry, thing. sorry, and that he was right. Yep. <laughs> hey, you know what? It is like a dream come true. <laughs> it's just a really bad dream come true. Shame that those are all always the ones that do come true. I would have really loved to have seen the Mothman, like, just show up and give everyone the middle finger while the thing <laughs> broke in half. <laughs> Should have listened, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Let me tell you, it's uh, right about now that my brain is going into overdrive trying to remember every page i read in the worst case scenario survival handbook as a kid uh, about falling off of a bridge <laughs> oh that's really bad yeah you know bro it might be time to leave Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least, like, hold on to something. He's just standing. Right. <laughs> Keep running. Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's not gonna work. You know, I'm surprised they don't focus in more on their eyes. Mm hmm That's true. Given everything else I we thought there would the be more making. red eyes in the yeah. shot. Well, I guess apparently he is entirely fine as the Mothman prophet. His side of the bridge, yeah. A-OK. -okay. Right like up that. until... What do you look like? It depends on who's looking at me. Mm -hmm. And then he looks up at the bridge and there's just these towering yep. red eyes looking back at him. <laughs> eh, it's time to go get your girlfriend. Now that's how you say I love you. Jumping into freezing water to go get her. Yep. In that moment, he spread his wings and became the Mothman. I mean, I take it all back. He is nowhere near as cool as Mothman.
Oof. Yikers. Oh, that looks like fun. That's right. Should have taken off his coat. All that weight underwater? Jeez. Yep. Most people don't know that you gotta get, get your clothes off in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, you could freeze to death, too, but, you know. Yeah. You could go into shock. Yeah, I like to... <laughs> There's keep... all sorts of funny things right, to consider. Right, right. Okay, so see, this is something I do actually remember from the survival handbook. The pressure from the water surrounding the car makes it incredibly difficult to open any doors, so you always want to crack the doors and windows as soon as you can when you leave the bridge before you sink too deep to make sure that you don't yeah. create this pressure chamber underwater. <laughs> I mean, let's just say they're incredibly lucky that the back window broke. Yeah. It's one of those times where the guys who who set up the the whole story actually knew what they were doing when yes. they were writing it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's I actually had to go over that the other day. I was looking at the dark night and they were talking about um gravity turbulence when they were doing the flight shot with Bane mm-hmm. and uh it's like they didn't really think it through too much when they were doing it. And like when you're looking at this you know, this, that was actually well thought yeah. out. It's it's well written. Yes, that part of it, absolutely. Anyway. Oh, that's spooky as shit. I know. I'm really surprised <laughs> by how well all the uh, electronics on the car cars are working underwater. <laughs> Makes for a great shot. <laughs> it really does. You know, considering definitely a harrowing kind of thing, though. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I know, right? Thought I'd enjoyed watching that more, but uh, no. Turned out, it's kind of depressing. <laughs> Shocking. Who is driving onto that bridge right now? What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Lots of dead people. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's got their onesie for the beach. It's a body bag. Oh, God. She's my gal. That weird mural. Third time it's showing up. Like the great Gatsby, the eyes of God are everywhere <laughs> and they judge us. Mm-hmm. We're just going to replace the <laughs> green the light with all God, the red lights. <laughs> and the eyes of Ingrid Cole stare back and they're like, nah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, but the one person who did escape the hand of fate, Laura Linney, she deserves it. So, uh, Naked Twister? <laughs> I love that moment of like, wait, fuck, did you? Did you call? Was that real? I don't know anymore. (laughs) Comforting. And she's number 37. Yeah, it seems real early to have that clear of an estimate in this kind of situation. Yeah. Well, you know, Ingrid was only going off of this ambulance work because, you know, he was going off of this scene because he wants them to hook up. Because he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's just setting up romances everywhere he goes. Thank you, Ingrid. Yes, Lenny. 36. <laughs> 
She finally believes the prophecies. Right after 35. Oh my gosh. In the grand finale of the movie, Laura Linney finally believes the Mothman prophecies. Naked Twister. (laughs) You know, I like to think that what this means is that she wasn't meant to die, and that if John hadn't gotten his ass in gear to get back there and save her, Mothman would have dived into the river and done it himself. And that's the version of the movie I think I want to see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but okay. <laughs> I think that that Mothman is the ultimate matchmaker and killed off his wife so that he could be with her. Yes, he just knew how it had he to knew be. That that he had to stop seeing redheads and switch to blondes. Mm. Of course. That's what it was really about. That's why I switched my hair color, too. It's to better suit Mothman's preferences. Exactly. <laughs> All hail Mothman. Absolutely. Thank you for your service, here's Mothman. here's the band Low with the song Half Light. It's got two mixes of this. And uh, I have both. We don't understand why the bridge collapse i mean they do but uh (laughs) mothman was never seen in point pleasant again except Uh, in the banging statue with the fat ass (laughs) (laughs) but he was seen several times around the white house between 2016 (laughs) and 2020 (laughs) oh god One brief moment of appreciation before the movie ends. One more for one more shout out for the text layout of the credits, which is, as it goes through, undeniably harder to read than standard kerning, but looks way cooler. So props to you, folks. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, hope, stay tuned yeah. for the next one. Dream of Mothman, everyone. <laughs> Bye.